Okay, good morning. This is Richard Shu, host of Shu Untied. This morning, I'm very pleased to have with me as my guest, David Hashmel, who's the global chairman of Goodwin Proctor. David, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Richard. I appreciate it. So, David, let me start by asking you, um, what is it like and how did you get into this position of being the global chairman of uh, Goodwin Proctor? Well, that's a good question, Richard. I, I, um, I would been a, I've been a litigator in my career. I graduated law school in 1977 and uh, joined Goodwin uh, as a partner in 2001. And primarily, uh, since I've joined Goodwin, I've been an IP litigator and became head of the uh, uh, litigation department in New York and then served on the firm's allocations and executive committee committees. And I think, as you know, during that tenure, during that time, Regina Pisa was the chairman of, of Goodwin. Absolutely. And about three, four years ago, uh, Regina's term was ending, and uh, actually a number of litigators called me and suggested that I might consider uh, putting myself into con- uh, contention for the chairman position. The firm was founded in 1912, and there's been five prior chairmen, and there's never been a litigator's chairman of the, of the firm. Hmm. Um, I'd been litigating for about 38 years at that point and very much enjoyed it, but I thought this would give me an opportunity to face a new set of challenges. And also, the firm's been going through a very exciting time as we've grown from a regional firm and then to a national firm and now an international firm. And I was really looking forward to dealing with the challenges of that expansion. At the same time, I really loved the firm and it thought it would give me an opportunity to really help um, move it forward. Now, do you, are you doing this full time, or you're actually still practicing while being chairman? I um, I'm devoting about eighty percent of my time to chairman responsibilities. I was, as I said, an IP litigator, and most of my work was in the Hatch Waxman area, which means we had a, a fair amount of trials. So I was trying a case a year, a case every other year, and. I love trying cases, but it's really virtually impossible, at least I'm not able to do it, where I, I serve as a chairman and fulfill my responsibilities and also handle trials because they're just too time-consuming. So I've given up uh, trying cases. I still stay involved in uh, client relationships and uh, uh, case strategies, but not, I'm no longer uh, uh, in the courtroom. Hmm. Well, how's that transition been? Obviously, having been practicing for so many years, sounds like you had a very successful career. What is that transition like, and how has it been? Well, I must tell you, the first year was a was a real challenge. It's like I, I felt it's somewhat like I felt when I was a first year associate because I was dealing with issues and challenges that were that are very different than what you face when you're a practicing lawyer. I have had the benefit, however, of work, a very good working relationship with my predecessor, Regina, and also an excellent working relationship with uh, our managing partner, Rob and Solia. So that's really helped. Uh, I think now that I'm in my, uh, just about to finish my third year, I'm feeling a lot more comfortable in the role. And uh, also, it has been a very exciting time for the firm, which we, we could talk about, I hope. So uh, I really enjoyed it very much. Well, I know one of the things about Goodwin, you know, you guys have, the firm has grown a lot in the last few years. I certainly know about that being on the West Coast. You know, one question I had is, you know, how are you able to sort of maintain the culture of a firm, you know, while you're doing, obviously, lateral partner growth? Well, that is obviously the challenge. It's a great question, Richard. And obviously, the challenge for all firms as they grow is how do you maintain the culture? And I believe our culture is very special, and it's essential to our success as a firm. 
it's really two parts. One, of course, is in the recruiting process itself. We, you have to be very careful on who you recruit as lateral partners. It's not only that the practices of the attorneys you're talking to fits within the, the firm strategy, but also the, the partners you're recruiting have to really understand our culture and, and what it means to be a partner at Goodwin. And I can tell you that we have not infrequently turned down potential lateral partners who've had great practices, but we did not feel that they would fit within the culture of the firm. So the recruiting process is obviously the first step and very critically important. The second one is what we say, uh, as we say, on, is integration, integration, integration. And once uh, someone joins the firm, we really have teams of, uh, of our administrative staff and lawyers who are really focused on getting the new attorneys integrated within the firm. And I think that's really also vitally important to the success of maintaining the culture uh, as you grow. I think we've had great success. For instance, we brought in, I think, as you know, uh, a, new, uh, a number of new attorneys into our London offices and opened in Paris and Frankfurt. And as we brought those attorneys in, we, we had them uh, attend meetings in the United States and New York and worked hard to make sure they integrated well with uh, the other partners across the firm who share their similar practices. Well, you alluded earlier to some of the challenges and exciting times that you're in right now. Tell me a little bit about those challenges or goals that you're, you're going through right now. So I think the challenge that we're facing is a challenge that uh, I think firms, our competitive firms are all facing, which is it's a very comp- competitive legal market. I think overall the uh, demand for legal services across the United States is basically flat. I think um, outside in-house counsel now are very focused on cost containment and making uh, sure that their firms are, are, are providing the best services in an economic way. So I think what you have to do in order to survive is really uh, excel and distinguish yourself in certain chosen areas. Our strategy has never been to be a completely full-service firm, but we've chosen to be, seek to be dominant in certain key areas. Uh, those areas are uh, technology and life sciences, private equity, real estate, financial industries, IP litigation, and securities and, and uh, white-collar litigation. And we really focus on trying to be the best in those areas and far- face the market in those areas. But it now is tell- definitely a challenging environment. Yeah, no, no doubt. Now, tell me a little bit about how you, in terms of doing this job, you know, because one of the things I, I, I think of as chairman, you know, there's, I'm sure there's a million things you could be doing. <clears throat> how do you kind of prioritize you know, what's the most important things and how do you prioritize your, the things you want to do? That's a, that's a great question, Richard, because I can wake up each morning and I have a, a, a to-do list of about 600 items. <laughs> but, uh, I, I mean, it, it's, it's really a collaborative effort, though. I don't, I don't manage this firm by myself. We do have a management committee, which consists of myself and the managing partner, Rob and Solia, the head of our litigation department, the head of our BLD department, and we have a, a, a chief operating officer. So we really work very collaboratively to get collaboratively together in sort of prioritizing who's focusing on what, depending on what's actually happening during the time period. So you know, I've spent uh, one sort of division of labor is I really focus uh, on, on client relationships. I spend a good part of my time visiting our most significant clients, uh, having very candid conversations with them on how we're doing, how we, what we could be doing better, and what other areas of, of, of practice have we not been doing that we could be doing uh, for, for them. Uh, so I've really been focusing a lot on the client relationships, and of course, because we have grown and opened uh, several new offices in the last couple of years, a lot of our efforts has been focused on successful integration of our new attorneys. 
Mm. Now, it, it does sound like uh, Goodwin has grown a lot. Is that something you sort of foresee to continue at this pace, or do you actually see maybe a slight slowdown just to make sure you do the integration stuff that you alluded to earlier? Well, that's an interesting question as well. We, we've never had a strategy of just growth for growth's sake. We've never just opened an office in a particular location so we could say that we've planted a flag. Whenever we've opened a new office, it's always been driven by client demand, again, demand in our key areas. So, for example, we opened in California in 2006 and 2007 because our technology clients were really pressing us to have an office in Northern California. We opened in L.A. in response to demand from our real estate clients. Similarly, that's what drove the expansion in London and in Frankfurt and in Paris is really from the private equity. So we've, we've really been very focused on where we've opened our offices. I think, you know, we're now uh, over a thousand lawyers. And I think if you look at our, our sort of our peer firms of that size, we have one of the smaller geographic footprints. We only have the 10 offices and they are only open to, in response, as I said, to uh, client demands. So I can't, and you know, you don't know. I mean, the Paris office, we were not looking to open in Paris. We were actually approached by one of the preeminent private equity practices in France. And that's what sort of led to the opening in, in Paris. So um, I, where this will take us in the next few years, I, I don't know. But again, it's, it, the strategy is just not to grow for growth's sake. It's really just to meet what our, our client demands for our services. What's the most fun parts of this job? Or what, what do you enjoy most about this job? I really enjoy, um, it's interesting, you know, we, we have a, a large firm, and I was an IP litigator, and I got to know my partners in the IP litigation space very well, but I had much less interaction with partners in other practices and in, in other geographies, and so one of the most fun parts of this job is going around to all the offices and meeting with um, not only the partners in the other offices, but also getting to know the associates and the staff in the other offices. Uh, I do what's called a um, a listening tour, where I go to each of the offices and have lunches with the attorneys, separate lunches with the staff, just to answer their questions, to discuss firm strategy. And it's really, I, I really enjoy getting to know everyone across the firm. I really find that uh, perhaps the most rewarding, rewarding aspect of the job. Do you miss practicing law, trying cases, etc.? <laughs> That's also a very good question. I really enjoy trying cases. I often, I often say that there's nothing more fun than being in a courtroom and doing a uh, hopefully a successful cross-examination. It's, it's really, I really enjoyed it. On the other hand, I was always obsessive on the preparation for trial. So for the months and months before you actually step into the courtroom, there is a lot of uh, work and preparation, which was getting a little tired at some point. So I do miss being in the courtroom, but I honestly don't miss all the, uh, the pre-trial work. So uh, it's a very different challenge being a, a chairman in contrast to being a trial lawyer. Well, it does sound like being a chairman. I've talked to, I've interviewed a lot of chairmen for this show, and you know, I understand it's a really intense job. Do you ever worry about kind of getting burnt out from it, though? Well, my term is five years. Uh, as I said, I'm just about to complete my uh, third year, so I have two more years on my term, and I think that will probably be the end of. Um, uh, my service as chairman because of our, um, uh, I'll be 68 by the end of the, uh, my term, and we have a mandatory retirement age of 70. So I'm not worried about burning out over the next two years. Hmm. Well, one question I'd like to ask, I mean, since you've been practicing for a long time, and this is a question that comes up from a lot of my listeners is, you know, what kind of advice do you give to younger lawyers who are starting their careers today, you know, trying to want to be successful, you know, I, in your case, IP litigators or trial lawyers? What, you know, what kind of advice do you give to younger lawyers these days? 
I do get that question uh, rather frequently, and the advice I give first and foremost is don't try and guess which area is going to be the hot area or the area that's going to be in demand because you really don't know. I said go into the area that you really enjoy the most. I mean, you just should practice the type of law or in the particular practice that you really enjoy because you're going to succeed and excel if you really love your work. Um, so I, I actually started out initially when I first graduated law school as a, as a corporate associate, and I, I just didn't like it, it's, even though I think it's a great career to be in the corporate uh, practice. And I, I, I switched firms in order to practice litigation because that's what I wanted to do. So I, I think that's really the best advice. Practice what you love doing. Now, David, I know you're a young man. You mentioned your term is going to be up in a few years. Um, what do you foresee after that? Going back to practicing law, will you do something else? What, what does the future hold for you? I am I am going to continue working. I would love to keep practicing law. I um, I have no driving desire to retire, uh, but I haven't quite figured that out yet, Richard. I may call you and ask you for your advice. <laughs> <laughs> well, David, this has been a fascinating conversation. I really appreciate you taking the time. I'd love to check in with you in a few years and hear what you're what you're doing then. All right, thank you very much, Richard. I really I really enjoyed this. This is Richard Chu and David Hashmo. Thanks. Mm-hmm.